You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Why is it so hard letting go of resentment? Sometimes months, even years after ending a relationship, you think you're over it, but that lingering bitterness and anger just keeps coming back in waves. It's almost like there's this deep energetic attachment that you still have. Don't worry, besties, I got your back. Today, I'm going to answer two important questions for you. Number one, the real reason why you still feel resentment that you probably haven't thought of before. And number two, how to get over it finally and move on with your life right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of the Inner Child Podcast. Whether you're new here, whether you've been a longtime friend, I'm glad that you decided to tune in today. I'm Gloria Zhang, relationship coach and inner child healer. Now, this topic actually came in from a submission from Caleb, who wrote to me and said, Hey Gloria, I'm feeling a lot of anger and resentment towards an ex and I don't know how to let this go. Could you do an episode on this? We threw up a poll on Instagram and of course there was an overwhelming yes to go ahead and record this episode for you guys. And I know how it feels. I have certainly been there too. Sometimes even when a person has been long gone in your life or even passed away, you almost feel this energetic attachment to them still. You might have even said the words, I'm over it, I'm over it, and tried to talk yourself into believing it. But then there are going to be moments where those feelings resurface and you start to wonder, why does my blood boil every time I think about them, every time I see a picture of them? And for some people, this can really go on for years. And even after moving on and meeting someone new, you might still feel this lingering resentment. So obviously, if this has been going on for a while, it can be really hard to completely move on. And sometimes it can even affect your current relationship. So obviously, it's something that we want to look at first. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to answer your two big questions. And dive into the first one, which is, why is this feeling so strong? Why is this resentment so overpowering? It seems to have the stickiness to it beyond space and time. And I'm going to answer this question specific to you guys, because if you are here, you are someone with inner child wounds. And therefore, if you have more of this baggage from your past, then we have to take all of that into account when we look at your relationships now. So this is what I've said to several of my clients, and I will tell them exactly this. The real reason you have a hard time with this is because the resentment you feel is not just about this particular person. It's about what this person represents to you. They're not only representing themselves and what they did to you, they literally symbolize and embody 
all of the people from the past that have hurt you in very similar ways. And that's why it's so painful. It's not just who they are. It's what they represent. Let me give you guys an example. I had somebody last year who was experiencing this raging resentment towards someone who broke up with them over a three-week relationship. And of course, they felt really comfortable bringing this up inside Soulmate because the rage they felt towards this person almost seemed disproportionate to the time that they had together. They only knew each other for three weeks. And so why was this intense resentment coming up? Turns out when we really analyzed it, the person they broke up with not only kind of physically resembled their father, the hair color was the same, certain mannerisms were the same, but this person represented their father. It represented their first partner. They represented like 10 different people that had abandoned them over the entire span of their life. And all the tears that were coming up were actually meant for all of the people in their past, starting from the father. And that's why it felt disproportionate because it wasn't just about that person. You see, it was the stacking effect of all of these unresolved loose ends, right? People that they had never completely grieved in the past. They had a father that was still alive and in the picture, but because they had such a closed off relationship, she has never had the opportunity to even speak to her father about this. Her father had all sorts of anger issues himself, and so she knew it was not safe to rage at her father. So it almost felt safer to rage at this person than the actual origin of where this resentment comes from, right? So oftentimes our emotions will be displaced, especially if we have unresolved issues with other people in our past. It's going to resurface in these newer situations where it almost feels more socially appropriate or easier for it to come out with this person than the actual person that it originated from. So that's the first reason. And that's huge, right? And maybe you're making some connections already about what that particular person represents. Now, that is not always the case. And there's a couple of other reasons why it's so hard letting go. The second reason is that you haven't expressed the entirety of your feelings towards the person that you feel resentful towards. Maybe you're in a co-parenting situation where you just can't say certain things, right? Or maybe there's, I don't know, a restraining order in place. There's some unique situation where you are not allowed to or you cannot express the severity and the entirety of how you really feel. And so when you bottle those things up, of course, it's going to manifest as intense lingering resentment. That's the second reason. And the third reason is that sometimes it almost feels safer to hold on to resentment because maybe this person really did hurt you. And you think that by letting go, it means that you're excusing them or making excuses for them in some way, right? Or you're worried that if you let go of the resentment, then you're going to become too soft and not have high standards for yourself. And of course, that's not true at all. That's not really what it means. Working through resentment simply means that you are giving yourself permission to move on. It doesn't mean that 
we're allowing for any misbehavior that's coming your way in the near future. All right, so sometimes it's kind of comfortable holding on to anger and resentment, and you know sometimes our identity is tied to it as well, right? But if something has been so long past, and if you have worked through it already, then maybe it's okay to start making steps towards letting it go. Maybe it doesn't mean what you think it means about you. You know, for a lot of folks, and I have. Personally, experienced this at some point. I identified a lot with the resentment and anger, because it felt like that was the only way I could protect myself. Right? If I continue to harbor these deep negative feelings towards that person, those feelings almost became like a barrier between me and other people. Those feelings allowed me to create a separation between me and what I thought the danger was. However, I was only clinging onto it tightly because I didn't trust myself to protect me without feeling this intensity, right? And what I understand now, and what I've learned, is that I can have this quiet confidence about me, where I can choose to sometimes forgive someone or let someone move on with their lives. I can choose to feel that towards them and protect myself from future harm at the same time. Right, because at the end of the day, if the resentment is only hurting you, then it's important to look at your role in this and why you're holding onto it so tightly. So those are the three reasons why it's kind of hard to let go of resentment. And now we're going to talk about problem solving. Right now that we know what is actually going on inside your unconscious mind. How do we then take steps towards resolving this? Because you're probably tired of feeling this for so long, and you want a resolution. So the first thing, of course, if indeed your ex seems to symbolize and represent multiple people in the past, then you want to figure out exactly who those people are. What are those hidden figures? Those ghosts of figures from your past? That seem to be still haunting you through this experience with your recent ex, and is it possible that the resentment you feel is a projection of the original source of the wound? Maybe originally the resentment, you know, ninety percent of it actually comes from your mother or your father. Is it possible that there are skeletons in your closet from past relationships that you haven't quite resolved yet? That now it's sort of seeping through this new situation. So with my students, I actually teach them something that I call the release letter, and this is one of the tools that we use to kind of capture those deeper, lingering emotions, right? That are actually falsely projected onto new people. And this tool has been really effective. This is something that people come to time and time again when they're noticing, oh, that's old energy. Oh, that resentment is actually about my aunt or my uncle, and this is honestly how we've helped so many people finally get over people from their past, right? And you can do something similar, simply by figuring out who this person represents. Now, I would say you know ninety percent of the time, as soon as I explicitly say the words, they symbolize someone from your past. Automatically, that becomes like a light bulb moment for folks, and they're like, "Oh, 
I know exactly who this is about, or I know exactly who all of these hidden figures are from the past, right? Sometimes you just need that connection, and you will know very clearly what that answer is. Occasionally, it's not so clear, especially if you have repressed things from your past, or you've kind of put something away in a box in the cobwebs of your mind. And of course, I believe inner child work will be really helpful and effective in kind of uncovering the root of where this is all coming from. All right, but generally speaking, if you can figure out who your ex represents, you're already halfway there. The second thing to really help you through this is to don't fight the feelings. Resentment is very uncomfortable, and I find that with a lot of folks I work with. Not only are they judging the emotions, they are judging themselves when they feel resentment. They will start to internalize things like "I should be over this by now," or "I'm not a resentful person." Like it's wrong for me to feel this way, right? Like I shouldn't be feeling this way, and we sort of should ourselves into a version of us that we're trying to repress, almost, right? But as I've said before, you really need to let yourself feel it. To heal it, to allow the emotions to run its course, and as we've uncovered, the emotions actually are proportionate because it's not all about that one person. It might be about five different people. So of course, it makes sense that it feels overwhelming. I actually had an episode. Oh, it's episode nine, right? So if you go back to that one, I actually teach you in that episode. How to deal with big feelings? Just kind of revisit those steps that I outlined. That's going to help you a lot, right? Really sit with the feeling and allowing it to move through your body. Otherwise, if you keep stopping yourself from feeling it completely, it just comes back over and over again, right? And there's really no shortcut out of this. You know, if you want to deal with this, deal with it, right? Do it properly. Give it your all. And just trusting, you know, what I outlined in episode nine, feelings have its own life, right? And once we allow that feeling to be fully expressed, it's on the way. And then you allow room for the next feelings to come in and new feelings to come in. And sometimes we just need to remind ourselves of that. I have to remind myself of that too. And of course, the last thing is, if you haven't been able to express. The wholeness of how you felt about that person. You either need to talk to that person directly, or find somebody safe that you can. Whether it's a safe community, or a therapist, or a coach, or someone that can be that safe, neutral person that has the ability to help you process this, so that you don't allow these deep feelings to stay stuck inside your body. To the point where you all by yourself have to carry all of this heaviness forward, right? It's going to make it really hard for yourself, not only for your emotional health but for your physical health as well, right? Stress can take a big toll on our bodies, and we want to make sure that we are honoring all of these feelings. These feelings themselves are not wrong, right? And they all have different ways that they want to be moved through our bodies. So. Let's go to our call to action and summary for today. We talked about number one, 
Sometimes it's hard to let go of resentment because of who this person represents. It's because you haven't expressed the entirety of your feelings. And that maybe you feel more comfortable holding on to intense emotions, almost as a way to protect or barrier yourself from other potential harm, right? But of course, as I mentioned, you have permission to expand your sense of identity beyond just that. And knowing that you can trust yourself in the future, that every day you are learning and growing, and it is safe to make steps towards moving past it. Call to action number two. I want you to go ahead and figure out who this person represents to you and look at the bigger picture of where this resentment is actually coming from. Nine times out of 10, there's usually a ghost from the past, the original person of where this resentment actually comes from that you have then displaced or projected onto someone else instead. Now that you've figured out where this actually comes from, how do you want to deal with it? Do you want to approach that person directly? Don't fight the feelings. Allow yourself to feel the resentment and you can listen to episode nine as a way to allow the emotions to run its course. And even better, if you can make the connection between feeling the feeling that you have And the origin of that original person, it actually makes it a lot easier to move those feelings through your body. Seriously, give it a try. Make that connection between the emotion and the origin. And that itself is going to help you guys a lot. Call to action number three. If you're still struggling with the issues and want my help, maybe it's time to bite the bullet and book a free consultation with me and my team. There's no pressure, no judgment on these calls, only mad love. As you guys know, we work with high-achieving women. We work with folks who've already tried therapy, self-help books. They've tried so many things, but they're still not moving forward in the love life department because of these inner child wounds. And I must say, we are very good at what we do. To book your free call, go to buygloriazang.com slash soulmate. There's a very short little questionnaire to fill out, and then you'll go straight to our calendar. Highly recommend it. A lot of people get so much just out of the call itself, and I'm really happy that we can offer these for free. And if you're not sure about taking that step yet, hey, I recommend checking out my free workshop first. This was a 45-minute workshop I designed for people who are just tired of begging people to stay, convincing them of your worth, sabotaging their relationships, when deep down you just want to be chosen and desired and put first. So if you want no more painful relationships, head on over to gethealthylove.com. That's literally what is gethealthylove.com. Sign up for it for free. It comes with a free workbook and you'll be off to the races. So my loves, I hope this episode was enlightening. I hope it gave you lots of things to really think about. Please send me a five-star review if you want to help me out and if you genuinely really like the things I share inside the podcast so that we can help and reach more people. With that being said, I am looking forward to a very eventful next two months coming up. As you guys know, Andrew and I are relocating to Vancouver. (laughs) I have to go through the archives, but I'm pretty sure 
last year when we visited Vancouver, I think I said on record that we said we were going to live here one day. And lo and behold, we manifested that within the year, <laughs> we are moving to beautiful BC, West Coast, Canada. We're giving up the snow and the snowstorms and the 20 feet of snow that locks us into our house. <laughs> I'm really excited to leave that behind in exchange for mountains and ocean and maybe we'll become, you know, surfing people now. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just really excited about what the future holds. And my book's coming out in November. And I'm pretty sure pre-orders are open now. We got this wedding coming up. It's just so much happening. And it feels really good. I have nothing else to say. I just feel really excited that so much is happening. <laughs> so just wanted to share that with you guys for coming along on my journey as well. I appreciate every one of you for listening. And yeah, big stuff coming ahead. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week coming up. There's going to be a new episode that drops next week. And I'll see you then. Mwah. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!